ladies and gentlemen. Pay attention. This is your boy, the coach from the WWE. I would like to welcome you to the very first wrestling podcast in the world to take you on a weekly deep dive in the classic matches along with legends of the squared circle. Enjoy the discussion. Enjoy the back and forth. There's so much to get into. Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Payoff. Welcome to an all-new episode of The Payoff. I'm Tom. That's Jeff. First NXT Network premium live event. Ever. Yep. Beginning of the network, 2014. Fun time to be a fan. Yeah, really good time to be a fan. Kind of first big women's match ever on something like this. And so we're going to see like Stephanie's out there as well, too. And so, yeah, just a, a fun one. This is one that uh, I forget exactly why I kind of picked this one. I, I, part of it is because we're coming off of the NXT uh, Vengeance Day show, uh, of course. And so um happened last night. And so I think just giving a lo- little love to NXT, uh, giving a little bit of love to the women as well, too, out here, kind of, you know, putting on good stuff. We... Yeah, I think most people weren't watching NXT a whole lot at this point. And so, um, and this was really the foundation of what, you know, eventually turned into the women's division from the divas division. And so um, it was really good wrestling. We just had no clue that it was happening. And so uh, one of those ones that uh, I don't think I've ever watched it in full. And so I'm excited to check this one out. Yeah, me too, man. This uh, this is just a fun fun era, and I think we'll have we'll have a really good discussion. So I'm looking forward to the match, and yeah, the significance of the fact that hey, women's wrestling is actually pretty cool to watch, and maybe mm-hmm. like we can create a division out of this and make it more than popcorn matches before the main event. I mean, yep. the whole, so you know, it's 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 amazing what's happened in ten years. I mean, it really it really is. So uh-huh. go from hey they can kind of wrestle and there's maybe a division to be had here to, Oh, me and inventing WrestleMania. Yeah. If it's the best program, sure. Like oftentimes it is, I mean, Bianca and Sasha kicked ass, Uh, you know, Rousey, awesome stuff, right? Becky, Charlotte. I mean, you know, it's just, (laughs) I mean, could could real main event WrestleMania? Absolutely, right? Like, it's just good shit. So it's fun. Uh, I'm looking forward to this one. Let's get into the build. Oh, it's time for the build. All right. Full sale. This was, and I I forget like full sale was even a thing because I feel like we've been in the performance center so long now. Um, You know, we got 400 people there. Uh, We're as you said, starting to get some traction for the NXT thing, right? Like it's starting to become a thing. And I think the network really helped that because it was like, you know, you throw one of these on and you're like, well, that was a really fun two hours. Mm. So they they won me over pretty fast. I think this is before we really got into, um, you know, in, into NXT being what it became. This is early, but... Uh, we start off, we had a dark match of Mason Ryan defeating Sylvester LaFour. Uh, first match was Cesaro defeating Sami Zayn in 22 minutes. I'm sure that was an awesome match. Yeah. Uh, 
Mojo Raleigh defeating CJ Parker uh, in three minutes. The Ascension retaining their tag titles by defeating Too Cool, which was Grandmaster Sexay and Sky Too Hotty coming Heck back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then the match that we're going to cover. And then in your semi main event, Tyler Breeze and Xavier Woods quickly went to a no contest. And then the main event, Adrian Neville is going to win the uh, NXT Championship in a ladder match, defeating uh, Bo Dallas in 16 minutes. Yeah, spoilers. We'll actually have yeah, have this match in the end of the month, and so ah. yeah, we'll be talking that. One. Yeah, so um, yeah, that that, really a stacked but card. Again, a really yeah. solid two hours of wrestling. Uh, great ratings for the Cesaro match. Really good ratings for uh, the uh, main event as well. But yeah, it seemed like that opening match just stole the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And this is one like it's crazy to think like just see like some of those names out there as well too. And so, do you want to give everybody a refresher though on NXT on this one? It was actually 2012 where they kind of restructured it. As we all remember, it was like the 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 TV reality based competition show. You know, developmental um, was not good. You know, not nearly what it could have been. Um, but I think them just trying to figure out what they wanted from this. And so um, it was actually this year, this show. It was their first live special titled Arrival. Um, you know, having it like we said at full sale, which is where they always tape. This was actually exclusively on the network, um, and it was WWE's first live event to be broadcast on the network because the network launched three days before this event and so, which is crazy to think like the first show was actually an nxt show and so um on the network and so we are in the 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 absolute infancy of uh this nxt as just what it is and what we know nowadays you know we've got the gold we got the black we're just used to that and so um yeah just kind of crazy to think too and like and this was the network here we go so um because it looks like to some of the it looks like one of those banners says in the back like network and stuff like that but anyways so um how we got here though on this one uh it we actually had page uh it was, it was actually july 24th and so uh almost six months prior to this you had page beating emma in the finals of the tournament to crown the inaugural nxt women's champion um we've all seen the picture of page winning that one we'll cover that match one day but we all have that and so um unfortunately they hadn't fully figured out women's wrestling yet at this point because pa- or excuse me emma earned the number one uh contender spot um it was actually august August 7th on NXT by winning a dance-off. And so not uh, not quite uh, the women's wrestling we know. I think they would get actually skewered if they ever try to do something like that nowadays, maybe. But uh, uh, she had, and like I said, th- this was a little bit different of how they were doing it. And so while she got like that August 7th is when she got the number one contender spot, um, it wasn't until almost you know eight six months later where we actually get this match and so um she actually defended the number one contender spot against natalia that was january 1st on nxt and then it was announced that she would get this match at arrival on february 12th and so um i figure things coming together uh with the network and everything else because it was just really three weeks before um this event where they said this is when she would get the title shot. And so I don't think they really knew what to do uh, before this, but Hey, here we go. We get this match. I'm pumped. Yeah, 
absolutely I'm forward to this one it should be it should be really good so uh we are at the 59 minute mark first nxt takeover ever on the network i'm ready if you're ready jeff yeah i gotta pull up let's do it all right it's time for the payoff oh it's time for the payoff Paige, Soraya. Looking young as can be. Yep. What do Emma you, too. Looking how would you rate her AEW run? So I, I I got another question that I ask you about that too. I think it's fine. Like I'm, you know, good for her. Obviously, she wanted to get back to it. She got cleared, you know, fought hard to get there. Um, you know, medical science has come a long way since even Edge and her had the injuries that they had. And so, yeah, just I, you know, but um I I I I haven't paid enough attention to even know the full thing. Like, you know, she got the 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 title win and stuff like that, but I just I, I really have I'm like a solid five out of ten. I, I just don't know and don't care enough. Yeah, I'm I'm in the same boat. I thought maybe you would educate me or have some more information because that's kind of been mine as well. I mean, I'm happy for her, but uh it doesn't seem like it's being terribly uh well received. Yeah, they, they've really struggled. I mean, they've really struggled with that women's division in general. I mean, there's obviously some really talented, hardworking people, but for whatever reason, it just doesn't. It hasn't seemed to to click. Yeah, yeah they, I think you know, it, was it a big deal? And is she a big name? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I the question I was going to ask you, and what I wonder is like for. The longest time, like, you know, she, that was such a big part of the story was, you know, or not her story, but just what real life outside of story, like she just couldn't get cleared by WWE, but then she does get cleared by AEW. I, you know, I just, I do wonder like, you know, what, what was the difference? You know, it was, it, it was it at a point where WWE was just like, we're not going to take the risk. I do wonder like, you know, we've said it before, like a billion dollar company, is the risk worth it of having, you know, one bad power slam and that's it? Man, it it's tough because on one hand, I mean, what what's the difference, right? Like what what doctor what doctor is like gonna clear her when another would like what why would WWE be any different? Like, I mean, if a doctor says you can't wrestle, you can't wrestle. So like part of me says no, it can't be that, but then it feels like it kind of has to be right. Like, I mean, mm -hmm. AEW has said, if you're okay, getting in the ring, we'll be okay with it. And we're, we, we have, we, you know, we'll make you sign something or whatever, but you know, we'll take that risk. I mean, it just feels like AEW has to have taken a risk that WWE wasn't willing to take. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I feel like it just like we all watched it. I know, you know, most, you know, we watched that documentary of her with like literally they caught the moment she found out like she wasn't going to be able to wrestle again and it got on the phone with her parents and stuff. And like, it's terrible to see. And so, because, you know, of course, we don't wish that on anybody. And I, and I want them to be safe as anybody. Like, you know, we've. <laughs> Uh, you know, we've always seen, and you and I are on uh, social media enough. We, it, you and I share like the old wrestling toys and like video commercials and stuff um, that we see all the time. I'm like, don't try this at home. Like, there's a reason it's you know, don't don't try it at home. And so, um, I, I've I've explained to one of my friends who she, she's got two two kids and like you know 
she's worried about wrestling and them emulating some of it. And I was like, to be honest, like it's so, like they're safe, but like, you know, she's like, well, it's fake. I was like, Hey, like, don't say that to the wrestling fan. Like, that's not what it is. Like, and so, um, yeah, I, and I wasn't, it wasn't Daniel Bryan. that said like, he got cleared by like seven or eight doctors, but the ninth was still a no. And so WWE wouldn't do it or something like that. I forget the full story, but, um, yeah. So, um yeah just who knows i mean good for her i i know i know she's she's got to be happier out there um yeah but who knows dude it's wild she's been wrestling for 17 years and she's only 31 years old i have uh i have not seen the movie uh what her uh who is it florence Pugh or whatever it is i've not seen the movie based on her life yet i still need to watch that but yeah yeah that'll be me neither um yeah, it's just it's just wild, like how long her career's been, and she's still young. I mean, they did the documentary, uh, the A and E one with her, which I, I thought was great. I mean, I, I think it's cool that like they'd be willing to do that, even though she's obviously on AEW TV. That's why mm-hmm. I just I I laugh, but I mean, I think that I think a lot of internet fans think they're think WWE cares about AEW more than they actually do. I mean, not that they aren't watching and kind of following and knowing what's going on, but to think that like, yeah, I mean, we'll do an AD special about Paige because we don't care. I mean, what what's what's gonna happen? Like we create a little awareness for AEW. I mean, but it's like it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, I and that's I think you're dead on there. Like they just don't know, <laughs> you know, they, there's not, there might be some intern that is assigned to like, you know, watching it every week and then reporting back on if they, you know, like, you know, one of the raps or something from the acclaimed makes on a WWE or knowing kind of what to reference or something like that. But overall, yeah, they're not, they're not losing sleep. That's just not a thing. Yeah. I mean, she, she strikes me as the type that, if you if you got her into a you know room and there was no recording device and you said how bad do you want a main event WrestleMania, I gotta think that it's like the most mm-hmm. important thing she could do, right? I well and like I guess is there any there's there isn't like I know the answer. Like there's nothing bigger than that. And like, she, and so, she worked she worked Wembley. I mean she did that. So like the if that yeah. if for her that was like the pinnacle. Okay, well, you did that. What haven't you done? Well, I haven't you know? I left W or I stopped wrestling in WWE before women were main eventing WrestleMania. You know, yeah. her and Rhea uh, main eventing WrestleMania. Her and Sasha. Who? I mean, pick pick one. But mm-hmm. gosh, can you? I mean, can you imagine? Like that yeah. would. Be the, I mean, that's what she wants. You know, but who knows? It has to be. Yep. You know, who who knows if now they say okay, we're willing to to give it a give it a chance because uh you know you've you've been wrestling for a year or two years or whatever but it, it, it'll be interesting a lot of holds in this match um let's say some submission attempts and stuff like that nothing Kevin's australian right yes yeah i think she wasn't she resigned and then they fired her again or something like that i forget exactly I what this that sounds right yeah yeah, I'll have to look it up, but yeah, um, I have the recent or the history after this match, but not uh, overall. Yeah, how, um, how long? How long was it after this that Paige got called up? I, I will tell you in the aftermath, my friend. Okay, I yeah, figured, no, I spo- no spoilers, but yeah, don't worry. It was a uh, very, very soon, but yes, that's I will what I thought. Her her debut was awesome. Yep, and so I'm looking here. She spent uh, Emma, yeah. 
On September 21st, she announced that she was released amongst many other talent. So yeah, I remember that. That was the one of the black days. Yeah. So, um, but she was on Raw in July. So she did not have a long run. Uh, yeah, less than a year, six months, eight months. Yeah. That's most recent. Like I said, a lot of submission holds at this point. She's got Emma's got Paige kind of locked up. Um, crazy to think like where the NXT women's division is, is now and kind of how far it's come and just NXT as a whole, how far it's come. And so, yeah, just really interesting. Yeah. This full sale thing was, I mean, a, a cool experiment. I'll be, I'll be curious where, where NXT goes next. I mean, and what I mean by that is like the performance center and, you know, I, I wonder, I mean, I'm sure there's already internal conversations, but it's like, what what's next um yeah you know because if we if we're going to i mean you know you and i have been down to the performance there so like like to me what would be next i mean i think orlando makes a lot of sense because mm-hmm. wrestlers live there and there's disney and blah 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 um so oh excuse me Woo, had to sneeze a dump so, button real quick. Yeah. The I, cough I, got, button. I, got yeah. The, I got the emergency mute button. So um let I mean let's let's fantasy book this. So if you were going to do the next evolution of this, to me it would be, you know, a slightly bigger quote unquote arena, right? So like a performance facility. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So we've got a permanent ring, chairs, the whole deal. All right. Um There'd be obviously all the training center stuff, but better. So better weight room, better announcing room, better conference room, better locker rooms. Then to me, what I would do is I would have the physical hall of fame. Yeah. So that if, if I'm going to the quote unquote hall of fame to see the WWE hall of fame, there's a, uh, a window into the performance center where I can watch, or maybe I can even walk through, you know, certain days and there's like open houses where you can watch people training or not, or just through glass, but not hear what they're saying. Right. Or what, yeah. whatever it might be. And, and maybe there's a way to do some of the, you know, cause the coolest part about these hall of fames, at least when like years ago, when I went to the hockey hall of fame, you could shoot pucks, you could, you know, you could do some interactive. Yeah. yeah. So like, I'm, I'm just thinking like an interactive performance center hall of fame on a promo. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like you do all that stuff. So it's, I mean, it's almost a little bit more of like a fantasy camp type thing, but I think they could make, and then, Hey, every Wednesday night we're taping NXT and maybe you do, you know, a house show down there every once in a while. Or, I mean, I, I think there's a lot of cool shit you could do down there. Well, I want to point out too, you and I have been fortunate enough. We were able to go and spend the day there and sign our contracts for the day and experience everything in the performance center. But I, I, I remember I asked Matt Bloom that, like, that was my question to him was like, what's next for like you and the performance center and everything else. And I think the reality is like for, for those that haven't been there and maybe you've seen the shots on TV and stuff like that, it's a six rings in like a, a warehouse. It's while it, while it is the performance center, it is, you know, a new, you know, nice and stuff like that. Like my planet fitness is bigger than their weight room. Like, you know, a lifetime fitness is bigger than their weight room. Like, you know, they, they, they've got all the, you know, the, this stuff. And so I think, yeah, I'm right there with you. I think that's the next evolution is you build a, a huge investment, but like a multi-million dollar, 
facility to train, teach all this different stuff. Like even, and you and I, you know, we've been around sound studios and stuff like that. Like for a lot of this, like, you know, there were they, um, you know, where, where they would review matches. It was like two TVs in a sound booth, like three TVs in a sound booth, like, you know, with, with the sound studio, like, you know, you can't fit more than five people. So I think when they talk about the performance center in the day to make it look bigger than it is on TV, like it's still six rings in a warehouse, like that, that you know, which is fine. It, but it, you it's just, like, it's not even a standalone building, right? I mean, it's like connected to a yeah, there, there's other people in the building, right? Yeah. It's like one of those types of buildings and it's, uh, it's back in a very unassuming, like even you and I are like, where the hell are we going? Like when we were driving, like, cause it is, it's like the right spot. Yeah, it's like off a weird back road. And so it is crazy to think of like what they have accomplished in that building and like the people that have come out of that building to go on to then main event, you know, WrestleMania and stuff like that. And so, um, yeah, it's just, it's mind boggling. This match just picked up a little bit here. Yeah, I, was, no, like, I was just it, thinking that, yeah. It really? wasn't great in the start here, I didn't feel like, but they've kind of picked up the action here. We've had some high spots and stuff like that. And they're kind of, fans don't seem to be fully, they're kind of all sitting and hanging around still. Paige selling the fact she can't get the pin at this point. And so I do, it was that Mojo Raleigh fans sitting there across from the hard cam. Looks like four of them all have the same shirts on for Mojo. Good for them. Um, which I find comical. You know, it's funny. I mean, you know, say 2010 or whatever, 2012. I mean, if you would have told me what would have become of the women's division, just, I, I like, you know, I like to say nothing in wrestling surprises me, right? Like yeah. that shocks me. I mean, it's, yeah unbelievable what they've been able to do i just i i it, it to me it's one of the more surprising things ever like yep if, if if you know 15 years ago you would have said hey wwe is going to have a network and a major tv deal and peacock and streaming and two nights of wrestlemania it none of that would have shocked me but these women headlining WrestleMania, I mean, what they've been able to do, and it's it's obviously well-deserved. And I love it. Like, I mean, I really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, all right, absolutely. so Emma taps out there. So Paige retains the title. Yep. Uh, you know, she's over. I mean, she's just, it's a, it's a unique look. She's a great worker. Yeah, people love the character. Um, I mean, she was a really important part in, you know, really making this division into something. The big power bear. Yeah, re- oh, really, big really strong there. match. And, and yep. again, it was unlike anything we are seeing during this era, which which makes mm-hmm. to me even better. So, all right, let's get into the aftermath. Oh, it's time for the aftermath. What'd you think? It was not bad. I, I've said it before. Sometimes matches take a little bit to get cooking, especially in New Japan. I think this was one too. It just took a little bit to get cooking, um, but once it did, it was pretty good. And so um, some of the, I, I wonder, you know, little nerves there as well too. Kind of first show of this nature, you know, kind of playing into that a little bit. But I think once they remembered, hey, we're wrestlers, we can do this. Um, it really came together and was a good match. Agreed. Yep, I totally yep. agree. I really liked it. So this one you asked, of course, kind of. 
what happened and how this played out. And so um, it, we'll start with Emma, actually. Well, we'll start with Paige. Uh, it was actually a day later. It was the post-WrestleMania Raw on April 7th. Paige made her unannounced main roster debut uh, and was challenged by, to a title match by Divas champ AJ Lee. And so Paige won that match to get the Divas championship. And the next night was the it was a double champ. And so a um, couple weeks later, uh, it was actually... Um, she was actually forced to relinquish the NXT women's title um, after this because of her being on the main roster and the Divas champ. And so uh, Paige right, uh, took off immediately on this one. She was super well liked. I liked her too when she was on the main roster. You know, she had a really good run. She was just fun to watch. And so, yeah, because like I said, she's just very different. And so, um, which I thought was great. Emma on the flip side of this one, uh, Emma lost to Charlotte in a tournament. In a, a tournament to determine the new champion on that one. Um, and then just different storylines. We had Emma and Paige saving Bailey from an attack from Summer Rae, Sasha, and Charlotte because they were playing the heels. Uh, so then eventually you had Emma teaming with Paige and Bailey um, as well. To, like just so just you know, kind of interesting stuff. Emma, not, you know, huge storyline, but Paige, they obviously strapped the rocket too. So um, good stuff. PWI uh, women's ranking on this one. We don't always get into the women's women's charts, but Emma was 29 page numero uno in 2014. Kind of crazy to think. Um, uh, Observer newsletter on this one. An NXT arrival with a packed sold out crowd, as well as new bells and whistles, 360 degree screens around the gym, like the ones in major arenas that on which WWE puts the logos and scoreboard style. Uh, it really did look like the best venue in pro wrestling right now. More than ever, it looked wow. like a miniaturized WWE production, which is good for the talent. As Paul Levesque pointed out on the conference call, all the cameras are in the same spots they'd be in major arenas for a TV paper or TV taping or pay-per-view. Um, Paige versus Emma was uh, for the women's title. Both women tried and failed to hit their signature moves several times. Regal pointed out that they had both done so much scouting. Uh, they knew what the other was thinking. Emma was the de facto heel, holding Paige down with submission holds. They brawled up top, and Emma hit a sunset flip powerbomb for a near fall. Um, she hooked a modified sharpshooter. I think Edge used to do it this way. Um, but when she hooked, uh, but then she also hooked both of Emma's arms and lifted her up, and Emma tapped out. Well, that ruled. Great way to get a great way to get a new finish right over right away. Best women's match in this promotion since the glory days of Trish Stratish and Lita. They shook hands and hugged as the fans chanted for the divas three and a half stars. So I felt like we were about to get like eight stars with how he was writing it, but then only three and a half. And so, uh, Tom, what's your payoff score for this one? What are you thinking? I had it at six and a half. I mean, I, okay. I enjoyed it. It was good. Nothing special. I mean, obviously we've seen a lot of better matches from this division. So yeah, mm -hmm. it's okay. I'm a seven. Yeah. I'm right there with you. I think, like I said, it was good. Like, yeah, there, even this card had some better matches, which we'll get into as well too. But overall, like it was not bad, like, especially to see the, the early days of what uh, NXT was that this is, especially for the women. Um, I think this is absolutely worth it. So, yeah. Agreed. I want to remind everybody, of course, as we always do every week, make sure you're checking out that promo or checking out manscaped.com and using our promo code. We always appreciate it uh, every month. They haven't gotten rid of us because you guys love supporting them, love supporting us. And so payoff 
giving you 20% off and free shipping, everything in the manscaped.com store. Make sure you're checking that out. All kinds of great products, all kinds of good stuff, as well as calderanlab.com. Uh, make sure you're checking them out. Not, you know, you got the manscape for all the hardware, uh, but then Caldera Lab as well, too, for um, you know, some of the, the moisturizers and stuff like that. And you're like, oh, I don't need it as a guy. Like, trust me, it's worth it. It's all good stuff. Tom and I love it too. So um, yeah, let's send them home happy. Cool. This was fun. Appreciate everybody listening. We'll see you next week on an all new episode of The Path.